0: Come, Holy Spirit, Lord, we give you permission to do whatever you desire to do. Lord, make our minds, our hearts, and our, wo- and our souls fertile soil for your word that it may bear great fruit in our life. Illuminate the scriptures for us, convict and console our hearts, speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. This proclamation of Christ, manifesting very, very clearly one aspect, a very deep and powerful aspect of his mission. He came that we might have life, life, and that we might have it more abundantly. So the question for me and for all of us is, do we believe him? Do we believe him? Do we believe that Christ has come that we might have authentic life and to have it in abundance? Because it is very important if we say yes, if we say yes, we believe Him, then it means that who Jesus was and what He taught is the way and the truth, and the life. Not a way, not a truth, and not a life. Like the way. Christ is the way to the Father. And there are lots of ways that are presented before us on a day-to-day basis. Tons of them, all of the time. And the question, again, the question is do we believe, are we convicted about Jesus and what he is saying? And the truth is, is that you're all here, so there's a level of conviction in your heart, otherwise you wouldn't be here. There's like zero and totally. And I would imagine none of us are at zero, probably none of us, maybe a few of us, are at totally. <laughs> Because when we say that, because there are things at times when the Lord is calling us, right? He was calling us like, hey, there's a new conviction about this in your life, about this particular sin, about this particular way of thought, this habit, this path that you are on. And I am I'm revealing more to you, whether it's a truth you've heard over and over again, and now it pierces your heart for the first time, or it's something that you haven't heard before. That there's this reality, this, this revelation all throughout our life, of like this deeper understanding of who Jesus is, is who we are. And sometimes it's put before someone like, ah, uh, whoo, seems like what you're asking me to do, Lord, is hard. Seems like I'd rather not do it. I'm not gonna. And in any time that we say no, it's a time in which we're saying underneath that, I don't completely trust, Lord, that you have come to give me life and to give it in abundance. Maybe I trust some. Maybe I trust a lot. Maybe I trust a whole lot. But in this way, in which I am saying no to what you desire, to what you have, to what you've laid out, that there is something. And the truth is, is that's hard. That's hard for all of us. Also me, right here, me, 100%. Jesus tells Peter at the end of his life, he said, when you were young, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted to go. When you're older, someone will come and put a belt around you and take you where you do not want to go. Now, there's a little bit of a twist there. He did did not want to go, and Jesus, says, he was predicting what type of death he would serve, Peter was martyred. Peter was crucified upside down. And, you know, we can all unanimously say he would not have chosen that, right? Yeah, no, yeah. How would I die? Upside down crucifixion. Peter was not like, ooh, ooh, me, yeah, 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 that's it. But actually, by going there, by being led there, he did go exactly where he wanted to go. And I was deeper in communion with the Lord. Even though in that moment, it was painful. Even though in that moment, it was horrifically painful. But it was an invitation to continue to follow the Lord. To be with Him. Jesus, this is Good Shepherd Sunday, and for us, like, this, this conviction, do I believe, do I believe that Jesus wants to give me life and to give it more abundantly? And if I do, then there are certain consequences that that, right? Like, then that means that if he is the way, the truth, and the life, then I should have, like, this hunger, this hunger to know what Jesus has taught and the implications for my life. Right? So if we believe this, like he has come to give life and to give it in abundance, and he is the way, the truth, and the life, then daily we should be praying. Then daily we should be studying the teachings of Christ and his church because that's the way to abundance. That's the way. Prayer. Deepening relationship with him, a deepening living of the sacramental life, a deepening of understanding his teaching that he might live in us and that we would walk the way that he wants. And part of the difficulty is there is we're going to be honest is we're all still, you know, dealing with the realities of the effects of sin in our own life on this path of continual conversion. And just like St. Paul says, man, sometimes I do the evil I don't want to do. And I don't do the good that I want to do. It's this is interior battle. So if you have the interior battle, no shame. Saint Paul had it, Saint Peter have it, had it, I have it. It's part of our human condition. But the wrestling is one of which we have to have at the foundation. Lord, I trust you. And I believe in you. And that as we take these little steps along our journey with him, the next step that he's asking us to take, then it's an opportunity to grow in trust and in conviction of who he is. And then so when the next challenge comes, when the next difficulty comes, when the next trial comes, that there is this growing, these roots of faith, these roots of hope, these roots of the word of Christ within us are growing stronger and stronger and stronger and deeper that we experience his shepherding of us. So, again, to listen to his voice. Jesus is saying here, my sheep know my voice, and they follow me, because I am not a stranger to them. Again, are we praying daily? Are we studying daily? Because otherwise we don't know his voice very clearly. And we're hearing tons of other voices all day long, like, I, like me too, right? You know, we have this computer in our pockets now. It's a cool thing. I, you know, use it for all types of stuff. It's great, but part of what it does is it puts someone's voice in my head all the time, and it's not neutral. Right? All the things that we are reading, that we're watching, that we're listening to, it has an impact on our life. It does. If it didn't have an impact in our life, then then companies wouldn't be paying billions of dollars on marketing. Billions upon billions upon billions, it's true. And it's good actually that we're people, that our environment influences us. That's that's part of being human. It's great, it's a great quality to have. That's why it's important for us to be discerning about what are we listening to? What are we watching? Who are we with? Because if we're around people who are pursuing the Lord and we can't, you know, like, don't say, like, make a little bubble and let nobody in. No way. We have to evangelize the world and get out there. But to be mindful of it, right? And then am I mindful of daily prayer, particularly with the scriptures, and of studying the faith so that I can actually hear the voice of the Lord in an interior way and know, oh, yes, that is the Lord that my conscience is formed towards the truth, that when a difficulty arises, I'm like, oh, I can go here or I can go here. What I will choose is the Lord himself. So, brothers and sisters, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, it is not optional to pray and to study that we might know the voice of the Good Shepherd. It's not optional. It's part of living the life, again, if we're convicted that this is what he wants. So then maybe we can ask ourselves, is, and again, you might think, okay, that sounds kind of silly. Maybe to some extent, but like, is he trustworthy? And then this is where Jesus comes and he offers his life for us on the cross while we were sinners. Like the God who is asking us to do difficult things, the Lord who is asking us for the conversion of our hearts, to choose virtue in the midst of a world where many times is just putting sin before us over and over again. This God, when we're in it, we're like, oh my gosh, like, why are you asking this of me? Because I love you. What I'm presenting before you actually is the truth. And the way to abundance of life here and especially for eternity. And the way that the Lord proves to us his trustworthiness is that, as St. Paul says, that God proves his love for us that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. The Lord, the Lord did this for us in this way and he comes to us in the most Holy Eucharist so homework homework as we're going forward paying attention to the voices that I'm listening to and I'm making sure that at least at minimum 10 minutes a day of prayer and 10 minutes a day of study and that's bare minimum right and that's a work our way up to be growing to grow And more time that we're we're, we're listening to the voice so that we're praying 15 minutes and studying 15 minutes and those things are growing so that the word of God, that Christ himself is formed in us. And then more and more and more, when the trial comes, we will say yes to him and then it will arise within us through the difficulty, more of the life of Christ and the fruits of the spirit of peace and love and joy will come. And then at the end of our life, when we meet the Lord face to face, then he will take us with him into the heart of the Father. What does it profit us to gain the whole world? To lose our soul, the Lord says. It profits us eternal separation from the Lord. Bad return on investment for all you finance folks out there. Let us trust him that he has come to give us life to give it in abundance. And part of the way we trust Him is we pray and we study daily, listening to His voice, that when faced with difficulty, when faced with temptation, we may say yes. And if we fall, when we fall, we come to Him because we know His voice is one of mercy. We know His voice is one of forgiveness, endlessly. And we come to the sacrament of reconciliation and He receives us. And He absolves us of our sins and draws us back into his heart in holy communion. Is he trustworthy? Yes. This is my body. This is my blood given up for you. Thank you for listening to the Christ the King at LSU podcast. The ministry here is possible thanks to our generous supporters. If you would like to become a CTK Golden Giver or learn more, please check our website, your monthly support of ten dollars $25 or more reaches hearts across LSU's campus and beyond. Details can be found on our website at ctklsu.org.